Hello and welcome to the Dorm Podcast. I'm Adam. And I'm Mark. I'm Chris. And today we're having college advice. Oh yeah. Our first full... No, it's not our first. Well, our full first just straight up college advice segment. I think we've had one before. That's okay. what I was trying to find well, before the episode, but I can't find either it. Either way, it's... Oh, episodes. If it's not our first, that's what yeah, we're Yeah, college today. advice number one was episode number 15. Okay, well, I guess this is college advice number two, so Yeah, so this is go. probably going to be a more reoccurring se- segment. Um, there's more pages of episodes. All right, yeah. Nope, we've only had one so far um, called college advice. So we're coming at you with some college advice, as the title implies. Uh, so let's just get right into it. Are you guys ready for this advice? I think I'm ready. Are you ready, Adam? I guess. Now, All right. Adam, we've got something to get to before that. Oh, yeah. We also are going to do our Q&A session. Do we have any Q&As, Chris? We do. We have a couple. Really? Oh, Actually, wow. for real? Yeah. That's actually surprising. I remember I did that when I used to run the social media. And no one yeah, no, I put out oh, a no. poll on the Instagram story. Oh, okay. Well, answers. I never put anything on the social media, so that might have been an issue, but I was just kind yeah, of that... expecting people to talk. What? I thought they'd do, like, DM us or something. Well, yeah, no, that's kind of weird. You put the little, like, sticker with the, like, you can text it to them. I don't know. Sticker. Anyway, yeah, it, it's like, I don't know. I think it's called a sticker on Instagram. All I'm right, not very Instagram savvy. Chris. Anyway, so, well, first of all, we'll have a little bit of an honorable mention. One of them was from Aaron saying, why haven't I been on the podcast yet? And the answer is, you have. <laughs> Although I I asked that the week God. before he we uh, had yeah, him on, so this was technically supposed to come on before Aaron. Yeah, yeah. But then we it. missed an episode date, and then Aaron we told Aaron he'd be on like the next week anyway. So yeah, whatever. I guess this is an uh, uh I don't know a little later coming. I don't know. All right, you know what Our I mean. Question. It's a little late in production. Yeah. Our first question: uh, Why did we pick S and T? That's a good question. Because we ask everybody else that. Well, not S&T, but like what Kyle's to go to. So, Chris, do you want to go first? Uh, Well, yeah, my answer for that is pretty simple. It's that, um, well, it's not that simple. So I went on like a couple visits. I went to SEMO and UCM. And so all of those were just like, yeah, they're all right. Like, I have my favorites, but none of them are, are like, they're just not it. And then I came here, and I, I still don't understand, like, why or what made it that way. But this just felt like it, it was it. This is, it was my calling. So, yeah, I applied here. I got in. I didn't bother applying anywhere else. Nice. One application, right. one acceptance. That's all. Mark? All right, well, I kind of applied, or I guess I'm kind of like the opposite of Chris, because I applied to like five different schools, and out of the two I got into, S&T was significantly cheaper than the other one, and also just as good, so I just went here. What two, what two schools did you get into? Uh, S&T and Purdue. Oh. Oh, so you actually got accepted to Purdue? You yeah, but not to go. they didn't give me like any scholarship money at all. So that's fun here. Yeah, and you had to yeah. pay out of state tuition. Yeah. Yeah, that's just not fun. What were the wait, 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 at uh Mark, what were the other three? I know I'm pretty oh. sure you applied for MIT and Harvard, yeah. didn't yeah. you? No, no, I didn't apply for Harvard. That was Adam. Yeah. Uh it oh, was right. MIT, which you know, no chance anyway. I just kinda wanted to apply just to see if I could get in. 
and then Georgia Tech it didn't make it in there either, and then uh, Wash U. But before I was even done applying to Wash U, I already realized that I didn't really want to go there anyway because they weren't that good for engineering. So yeah, yeah, they're um, more of like a medical or like I think they've got good education. Am I wrong? Uh, I have no idea. I, I know. I know they're have good they're, engineering. Yeah, no, I know they've got a solid like med school program. Yeah, yeah, I know about that. Um, yeah, so I did apply to Harvard, but I didn't get in. But that wasn't really a huge surprise. I'm actually not even 100 percent sure if I met all the application like requirements. I think I had, like that's the right essay. I can't even remember. Uh, so don't quote me on that. But uh, yeah, I applied to Harvard for fun, and then I also um, I visited what SIUE, Purdue, Valparaiso University um obviously snt uh i think that's it i can't remember anymore um and i'm pretty sure i applied to all of those colleges yeah i can't remember if i applied to siue though but yeah um but i found out about snt actually a long time ago because uh the kid that goes with us here now and uh, a friend back from middle school his name is ty he told me that his brother went to snt and that he was probably going to go to S&T, which he eventually did. Uh, and I always had that in the back of my mind. And it was always a good engineering school. It wasn't far from home. Um, and it's pretty cheap for the price. So just that combination of factors. And then, I don't know, kind of always thinking about this place since, I don't know, middle school. I don't know. I just, it just kind of made sense to go here, I guess. So, yeah. Uh, it just worked out. That's my answer. Bro, imagine, imagine getting rejected from a school. Couldn't be me. 100% acceptance rate. <laughs> yeah, Adam, I can't believe you didn't make it into Harvard. Come on. <laughs> All right. So we've got we've got another S&T-related question, but I think we'll split those up with a more, more spicy, controversial question. Oh, boy. And that is, does pineapple belong on pizza? Um, Adam, you want to take this one? Um, I don't know. I would never personally have pineapple on pizza. I don't even know if I like pineapple that much to begin with. I don't remember that many times I've even ever had pineapple. So, obviously, I probably want to put it on my pizza. I mean, if you want to put it on a pizza, be my guest. Um, yeah. But I'm not going to eat it, probably. So Yeah, I guess whatever. I would say the same. Like, if you want to put it on a pizza, go ahead. Just don't put it on my pizza. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah now, my, my opinion is, yeah, similar to that. Like, you can, and I, I would probably eat it. But it, cer- it certainly doesn't belong there. Then why would you eat it? Because, <laughs> I mean, it's still all right. It's pizza. I guess. I don't know. It just doesn't sound I mean, very... if you get, like, good quality pizza. Like, well, here's pizza. the bigger question. Do you like pineapple? Yeah, I like pineapple. Okay, well, that makes sense. I don't honestly remember the last uh, time I even had I like pineapple. pineapple, too. I just don't think it should go on a pizza. I don't know. People put anchovies on pizza, right? Yeah, it's those just, yeah. people... I don't even know what those taste like, though, so I don't have an opinion on that. Does that even happen very frequently, though? Like people probably Probably not. Yeah, I think it's just more of a running joke. Let's keep these riveting comments coming. All right. Well, we only got one more, so. So our last question is: What is your favorite S and T memory so far? That's a hard one. Um. So who's going first? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't got my answer yet. I vote Adam. Okay. 
uh, mine so far ever or just like since school started? S and T memory. Well, yeah, but I've well, been yeah, I think. Well, yeah, I would go with since school started. Okay, because I went to SMT2 in a summer camp, like back in like seventh grade, like either the summer before or after seventh grade. No, it was before seventh grade, I think. Um, but since school started, well, we obviously haven't got out too much, but uh, when we put up all those posters and then had them promptly taken down, it was kind of <laughs> fun. And then trying to hang them up in the, in the tunnels between TJ and. Um, Havener, or not Havener, TJ and uh, RC, those tunnels that lead to the dorms, uh, that was pretty fun. Otherwise, yeah, I mean, a lot of the stuff I've done has just kind of been in my room, so it hasn't been too, it hasn't been bad, but it hasn't been, like, memorable, I guess. It certainly hasn't been very eventful. Yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about fun things, yeah, I'd probably say putting the posters up was pretty good. All right, well, mine, I would say... I think this was like right at the beginning during O week was the root beer social because you know we went there just got like a bunch of free root beer that was pretty tasty and then I also have a video of Adam taking like 15 <laughs> seconds to chug a cup of root beer and then being like so proud of himself did not take 15 that seconds. was fun. it was pretty <laughs> okay. close it was, it, it was, was certainly not it chugging was a long the speed. time you, sped, you, so you said, yourself, here, take a video. I'm going to chug this so root funny. beer. Yeah. And then you just kind of, like, drank it. But then <laughs> after that, Adam actually chugged a root beer. So That's true. It's just the video but is funny. nobody needs to see that part. It makes the other part not as funny. Yeah. All right, Chris. <sighs> Shoot. I don't know. We, we haven't gotten to do very much stuff. I guess just, like... Just hanging out with the homies, like watching movies and stuff. Movie night's pretty fun. Yeah. Is that so? Yeah, I guess that comes down to it. <laughs> hopefully, we will be doing more eventful things in the future. Yeah, and then hopefully we'll have more Q and A's too, because that was a total of three. Hey, but it's man. better than last time. It's three more than last time. Three more than all other episodes combined. That's pretty yeah. good. Well. Yeah, because, I don't know, I guess I did the Q&A thing wrong. But to get into the college advice section, what everyone came to listen to originally, uh, let's go with our first segment or idea, or I don't, I don't even know what to call it, campus living. Uh, dorm or apartment is the question, and, well, obviously, it depends on the school you go to, but usually mm-hmm. most schools, the first year, you have to live on campus, unless there's, like, a certain circumstance, such as you, that you live with your family uh, or Nearby, you're a commuter. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you usually have to live in the dorm anyway. So, but if you want to move off campus, I guess that's where we can kind of talk about the benefits and the cons of living on or off campus. I know for S and T, it's a little different. We have to live on campus for two years instead of just one. Um, I don't know how uncommon that is or common that is. I mean, I'd say it's pretty common, but I think a lot of schools just have you do it for one. Yeah. So, um, I can kind of go first with my thoughts on dorm or apartment. Like, let's say it's like your third year. Or something. I actually think that living on campus for two years is actually not that bad of an idea um, because most people when they get to college are 18 years old, so by the next year they'll be 19. And so by the time they finally move off campus, they'll be 20, which I feel like is a little bit older. Um, I feel like trying to get an apartment under the age of 20 is not, it's not impossible or anything. It's just I feel like being a little bit older makes it look a little bit more normal. 
Is that unnormal? I don't, I don't, I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say? Like it just, I guess. Yeah, you're yeah, a little yeah. bit. You're a little bit older, so it makes a little bit more sense to live on your own. Where like I don't know. Well, they obviously just provide you housing, so that's nice. But if you want to, my my only thing against living off campus because there really isn't that many downsides is one, if you don't have a car or you don't, you can get a car, then you definitely just want to live on campus because there's just no way you're gonna find a house that's or apartment that's so close that you probably won't ever need a car. Um, I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's definitely something you probably want to have and you're going to need to pay rent, so you might have to work or something. So having a car would probably be a, a, a major deciding factor in that. Um, and then also there's just the cost associated. I think you can live off campus definitely for a lot cheaper, but you'd have to really make sure that you're meeting that because you can't just rent well, like a super nice house. And then, yeah, it also there's a, yeah, there's a the lot more too. And there's a lot more factors to factor in than just paying for the house. Yeah. If, so if, if you're if you're living in an apartment or a house, you got to pay for utilities and Wi-Fi and yeah, and which stuff is another like downside. Where like if you live in a dorm, everything's provided pretty much because you don't have to pay for water, you don't have to pay for your Wi-Fi or utilities. But um, so if you kind of like calculate how much utilities would cost along with that, uh, then you could figure out a good idea on how much it would cost. But then there's also another nice thing about living in an apartment where uh, you usually lease it out for a year or more. Uh, especially if you're going to live in it for more than one year. So, like, when you live in a dorm, when the summer comes, you got to move out. Yeah. And then you got to move in again in the fall, where if you live in an apartment, you don't have to take everything with you when you leave for the summer because you technically still live there. Um, so, if you want to live down here during the summer, like, let's say you have, like, a, a research thing or a job or, I, I don't know, maybe or you live wherever you are for your college – that would make more sense. But then you also have to remember that you're paying rent, too, for the summer, not just for the months that you're in school. So, yeah, that's my long spiel. I don't know what you guys have to say. I mean, uh, you kind of said everything. But, yeah, one thing that you need to take into consideration, too, is depending on the area where your college is, it might be more or less expensive to live on campus. Like here in Rala, uh, probably most places you can get, it'll be cheaper than living on campus. But if you go to a college that's in like a really big city, it might actually be cheaper to live on campus. So you True. just got to look at that as well. Yeah. Um, and then also uh, when you live off campus, you, you can live by yourself. But you have to probably get like a really small apartment. But if you want to live in a more spacious place, then you definitely probably are going to have roommates unless you just pay okay. straight up paying more than you would living on campus. So um, if you want to live with certain people or something uh, and you don't want to live in a dorm, then that would make a lot more sense, uh, obviously. But yeah, you also have to remember that if you move off campus, you can't technically just live on your own without probably paying more unless you can find like a basically like a really small apartment. So it's a very blanketed statement. It's not a very cut and dry thing, but it's basically just straight up comparing them. And it really just comes down to once you put all the costs aside and everything like that, do you like to live on campus or do you want to be more independent of yourself? Because if you live off campus too, then you have more access to like your own stove, microwave. Well, we have a microwave but in our dorm, but the stove, microwave, dishwasher, you get like all the amenities you normally have. So you can make your own food instead of getting a meal plan and going to your food court or whatever. Um, which is also another thing to look at. But basically, it's like, just think about living in a house. Basically, um, it's just the same responsibilities there, but it could just be cheaper than living in a dorm. So if you'd like to be independent, uh, 
and have your own space, then I'd say probably living off campus makes sense as long as the finances make sense. But if you want to be more dependent and you don't want to worry about that stuff, then living in a dorm is what makes more sense. All right, and then I guess our next topic would be activities. Oh, yeah. Should you start off slow, fast, or not at all? That's an interesting way to put it. I guess by that, do you mean uh, any, little, or a lot of clubs? Yeah, basically. Uh, that's what I, That's where I was going with that. But, yeah, so in my opinion for activities, if you want to do them, you should definitely start off slow, joining, like, maybe one or two. And then after being in those one or two activities for a while if you feel like you have enough time and you want to join more then go ahead but joining a bunch right at all or all at <laughs> once i think is basically what adam did and it's not it's not he a fun had to recipe quit like half of his clubs up, yeah well yeah but i didn't even go to like it was basically just me meeting a bunch of people and like oh i'll join this and then <laughs> Uh, I don't know. And I basically were in like watered six clubs. it. No, I was in like four clubs in the beginning. I was on two design teams and then two clubs. I think. I think I can't remember what the other club was. I know. So right now I'm in ACM Web and then Formula Electric, which is honestly a, a good balance for me. It depends on also too how much time you have. Um, I think uh, usually if you do a design team and you're really involved with that, that takes a lot of time. Uh, so. It wouldn't be surprising if you literally just did a design team. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you're just doing clubs, you could probably do one or two. Um, but again, it really comes down to uh, how much time do you have. I say always start off slow and then pick up, at least for the first semester. That's what I ended up kind of doing is I found a core group of clubs that I like. So I was in four, and then I just uh, – I never went to any of the meetings for the two that I quit. Basically, I found out within like the first week that I probably couldn't do them. So I stopped, reevaluated, and then I'm like, okay, I definitely want to do these two things, and that's what I'm going to put my time towards. So that's what you should probably do. And then obviously the next semester, because usually it goes by a semester basis with clubs and stuff, and you could always just, I don't know, stop going isn't the right word. Um, well, it is the right word. If you just straight up hate it, then obviously you probably don't, shouldn't go anymore because uh, it's not benefiting your time. And I think they'd understand. You probably just want to let them know that you're not going back anymore. Uh, but then you can find new clubs after the semester. And if you do somehow have more time, uh, you got to make sure that as your semester changes, your schedule changes too. So reevaluate that. Then you can do more clubs as well. I feel like I'm the only one talking. No, you're just you're just taking it away, Adam. But yeah, I mean, you kind of said a lot of the stuff I had written down. But uh, one other thing I would say is that if you join the right activities, a lot of them can actually help prepare you for your career. Like Adam said, he's in ACM Web, which that definitely helps him with his major, which, you know, computer science, computer engineering, right? Mm -hmm. Double major. That's a computer science club or coding club, yeah. basically. Yeah, it's a coding club, so... That definitely helps them, and then I think uh, they also provide you, like... Networking. Kind of, yeah, networking with companies that could actually hire you, so... Yeah, so that's also another nice useful. perk of joining clubs. And then there's also the very nice perk of you meet people. Like, I've definitely met people in the clubs that I'm in. Not like I'm hanging out with them or anything, uh, mostly because ACM meets only online. But, I mean, I've met a few people. I've talked to one or two people, Um so, especially with COVID, 
Uh, if you can meet in person, that would probably be better. Obviously, everyone stay safe. Um, but as times have gotten a little bit more harder, trying to find people to hang out with, and which should hopefully get better as time goes on too. Um, it's a nice way, even even without COVID, it's still a nice way to meet people in clubs. Um, yeah, uh, and then so that was basically all we really wanted to cover. It wasn't that extensive, but. Um, if I'd add one more thing to the college advice segment number two, um, which we'll, we'll also be doing more college advice uh, more frequently than we did last semester because we only had one and it wasn't really that big of a deal. Um, I mean, we did it. We did it more like dispersed within the episodes for the most yeah, part. Yeah, it was like a mini segment, but like I feel like the episodes themselves as a whole. So if people were just looking for specific things, they could find this one episode and then look into it. But um, to kind of add a topic at the end, because I think ending off with three would be a little bit better than two, I would say, what's your guys' like, college advice on bringing a car to campus when you live in a dorm? Because I know we had a big discussion about that. Uh, I can't remember if that was in the last one or not, but I know, Mark, I convinced you to bring your car, sort of, because um, I know you're kind of in between on it. Do you think it was worth it? Yeah, I mean, I think it was worth it, but really when you're thinking about whether you need a car or not, Honestly, just think about where you need to go and how far that away that's going to be from your dorm. Because if you're only ever going to be like walking to and from classes and not really going anywhere else, then a, a car might not really help you that much. That's true. Also, I'd say too, if you live like way away from home, like five plus hours, then you might want to be able to bring a car up there too. If you can't, then yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because then it's harder for your parents to like go back and forth. Yeah. And you might just want to be able to drive home yourself. Yeah. And I mean, if you don't have a car, don't worry about it. It's not like it's a huge deal or anything. It's not a deal breaker. It's just more of a nice thing to have. Um, but definitely if you live closer, like like we do to our families, um, them coming to get us is like an hour and a half drive. So it's like a total of three hours on the road. So there and back. Um, so yeah, it's not like having a car is necessary, but it can definitely be nice, especially when you need to get groceries. So, and then when you live off That's campus, to kind of tie it all back together. When you live off campus, you're probably going to need a car more likely because, uh, you're probably not going to be directly on campus. So you might have to drive there. And then also since you might not be on a meal plan anymore because, well, you're not on campus, uh, you'd have to go drive to get food either at like a restaurant or more likely a grocery store. So, yeah, I mean, I think that pretty much wraps it up. I mean, I don't know if you guys have anything else to say. No, I think I think we pretty much covered it. Chris? Yeah, I mean, the only thing I'd have to say about that is it definitely depends on how big your campus is. Yeah. Like, yeah, if, you go to a, if you go to a huge school, then you probably need a car. But especially if you live somewhere, like, around here, it's definitely not, mm-hmm. not necessary. Yeah, and I mean, kind of ended it off too. Um, I know a lot of these answers were very nuanced, like if this, then that, and then if that, then this. Um, but that's just kind of the reality of the situation, um, especially as you get older. It's really just a matter of comparison. Um, you, we, I tried to boil it down when I was talking a little bit more to just like, if you want to be independent and live off campus, uh, if you live far away, then you should probably have a car, um, and then if you want to do activities, I'd definitely start small. 
But again, it really comes down to you. And this isn't like concrete advice. This is just more fluid stuff that we've learned. And we're only like second semester freshmen. So definitely as time goes on, we'll learn more things. And no advice is ever really a blanket statement. I mean, some advice can be like health advice is usually a blanket statement. And that's almost always applicable. But life advice is different for everyone, every situation. So this is basically just trying to like make you open your eyes to a different perspective or oh I didn't think about that or whatever but really the best way the best advice that I can give you that would be the most concrete out of this entire thing is to compare and contrast things that you want to do as simply as just on like a post-it note and make like a t-chart and that's a great way to make a decision yeah. and obviously getting advice from other people and opinions is another great way to kind of help make up your mind yeah all right well, Alrighty. I guess that wraps it up. Yeah, I guess just uh, remember to find out what works for you. And that's really all there is to it. 